spring breathes potential. Winter gives one last harumph as crocuses push up through the soil and trees leaf out. Unearth your bottle opener because New Belgium's new pale ale is something you can dig. Four types of hops meld together with hints of fruit and a fresh spring zing to create a coppery, crisp pale ale. Go ahead, dig in. New Belgium Brewing. Follow your folly. Ours is beer. Find your flavor online at newbelgium.com. With additional support from Kuat Racks and Patagonia. This is The Shorts, and you're listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. To the truly committed, everyday life is surrounded and driven by the wilderness. After a few decades of climbing trips, surfing expeditions, and endless snow-filled winters, we become accustomed to filthy floors, dusty caves, and weeks without showers. Simultaneously, our ability to function in metropolitan areas and modern institutions slips away. It seems that as our union with the outdoors transforms from pastime to passion, our connection to civilization becomes utterly broken. A significant relationship with the wilderness is great, but on the rare occasion we are faced with an urban environment, many of us suffer from a potentially inhibiting disorder. Do you have trouble understanding television commercials? When you're in a crowded movie theater or stadium, do you nervously fidget or plot an escape route? Does setting foot in a Costco or Walmart cause you to black out and crash into discount clothing racks? If you are a patron of the outdoors and you answered yes to any of the above questions, the confusion and anxiety you are experiencing may be attributed to a syndrome known as post-emphatic wilderness disorder. The severity of post-emphatic wilderness disorder varies with the frequency and quality of your wilderness experiences. Depending on your recent exposure to beautiful and inspiring locations, PEWD can range from a minor nuisance to a serious and debilitating endemic. Many of us may never fully recover. However, by utilizing these three easy steps, even the lowliest dirtbag can blend into the modern world. Step 1. Assessing Risk and Avoiding a PEWD Episode To those with severe cases of post-emphatic wilderness disorder, a trip to Bed Bath & Beyond can stir up more anxiety than a 40-meter runout. Similar to altitude sickness, the best way to assess your risk of an episode is to expose yourself to the elements in small doses, then document your reactions. Always factor in your recent backcountry exposure. For example, after a six-week trek in the Alaskan wilderness, your aversion to civilization is going to be very dramatic. In this instance, I would strongly recommend avoiding major cities like Los Angeles and New York. After a long trip to an exotic locale, simply storming onto a subway or into a crowded stadium can be catastrophic. Test your resistance to urbanization by walking into a fast food restaurant. Take five breaths, check your heartbeat, vision, and assess your mental state. 
after a few weeks of modern life, ease into office buildings and grocery stores. Do not attend sporting events or enter a discount chain store until the end of your adaptation. Step 2. Break the task into small, obtainable goals. A friend once told me that when facing a new challenge, it's always good to look at the skills you have. Since the only skills I have revolve around rock climbing, I figured I'd start there. Incrementing an overall goal into small tasks seems to work wonders on climbing routes. If I can just reach that next bolt, if we can just reach the next bivy ledge, if I can just reach down into the hall bag and grab a beer, everything will be okay. In theory, these micro goals should turn even a harrowing municipal task into a few small and easily conquerable hurdles. With that in mind, let's walk through urban life one pitch at a time. When faced with a colossal task like visiting the Department of Motor Vehicles, even folks without severe cases of post-emphatic wilderness disorder will often run through a mental checklist of potentially stress-inducing scenarios. But most of us realize that driving without a license or up-to-date registration can bring on more cost and hassle than simply strolling through the doors and filling out some paperwork. Break this task into small bites and force yourself to commit by making an appointment with a lovely DMV employee. Once you're through the doors and seated, the rest of your urban experience should flow in manageable increments. Step 3. Enlist help when necessary. Spending time in the backcountry teaches us to be self-sufficient. Our instinct is to rely on ourselves for everything, to count on our own intuition and use it for guidance. This is the code of many outdoor activities, but when facing new challenges and planning for exciting trips, it's easy to lose sight of the foundations of our wilderness autonomy. Ultimately, we find comfort and self-reliance because it makes us stronger members of a team. We share our strengths through our partnerships and test them on backcountry walls, secluded sections of trails, and travels to foreign countries. When you're strong, you're able and willing to help your partner through tough moments. When you're both strong, the sky is the limit. But to those with severe cases of post-emphatic wilderness disorder, navigating civilization can be the most harrowing challenge. In some instances, steps one and two may not be enough to safely negotiate an urban environment. Luckily, the bonds we form with our partners don't stop when we pull the ropes at the end of the day or crack a celebratory beer. A few months ago, I started to experience debilitating pain from a cavity in one of my wisdom teeth. My goal was to break the process of a dentist visit into small steps and concentrate on pitch one making an appointment. But days went by. I would pace back and forth across my apartment with the phone in my hand cursing, yet I couldn't muster the courage to make the call. Three days later, after I had completely given up on my appointment, my girlfriend dragged me into her car for a surprise breakfast. 
As we turned into the parking lot marked Sonora Dental Center, I instinctually calculated the pain of jumping from the moving car against the torture of Novocaine and pliers. I decided to stick with it. After all, the first pitch was already in the bag. The process lasted for what seemed like an eternity, until dazed, drugged, and numb, I stumbled out of the office with three wisdom teeth carefully wrapped in a paper envelope tucked into my front pocket. I had clipped the chains on my first visit to the dentist in nearly ten years. It was painful, expensive, and utterly nerve-wracking, but I had my health and at least a fraction of my dignity. Oddly enough, in spite of all my preparation and awareness of my disorder, I couldn't have made it to the dentist alone. If the thought of being propped into a motorized chair, blinded by spotlights, and drugged with more volume than a zoo lion keeps you away from the dentist at all costs, try enlisting the help of your trusted friends. As patrons of the outdoors, we thrive on being dependable and equally independent. But remember, under severe circumstances, it's okay to let your partner take the first pitch. My name is Dean Fleming, and this is my lifestyle tip for the committed. Dean has been a busy boy. This spring, he is launching California Climber, a magazine dedicated to all things California climbing, the community, new crags, old crags. Check it out. It should be cool. I'm writing for it. And we've also got an ad on the back page of the magazine. So take a look for it at your local climbing gym. Music today by Dream End, DJ Billy E, Solander, and Evans the Death. You can download the tracks for free at our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. Support for the diaries comes from New Belgium Brewing, who encourages you to follow your folly. They've been changing up their seasonal brews, and spring is no exception. Look for Dig Pale Ale at your local tap room. Find all the flavors at newbelgium.com. Support for the show also comes from Kuat Racks, maker of a better bike rack. With aluminum construction, innovative design, and a lifetime warranty, they're creating racks with you, their fellow riders, in mind. From the dirt bag to the Envy, check out their full lineup at kuatracks.com. Additional support comes from the good people at Patagonia. I'm Fitz Cahal, that was Dean Fleming, and you've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries.